Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Hey everybody, as you've probably heard me plug on Remember the Game, we have a Patreon full of hundreds of extra podcasts. And the library over there has gotten so big, I figured I'd start giving away a free episode every month right here on the Remember the Game feed. If you enjoy this episode and want more of these, subscriptions start at just $3, and you'll get a new expansion pass every Thursday. We also offer a gaming news show called Game Patch every Friday, my vlogging podcast, The Rambling Idiot, every Tuesday, and our Simpsons podcast, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, hosted by me and Mark McHugh every Monday. And they're all finally available on Spotify. You can browse the entire catalog without signing up over there just to see what's available. Hit up RememberTheGamePodcast.com to see how. December is the month of Festivus. If you don't know what that is, we'll explain shortly. Also, you should watch Seinfeld. And a Festivus tradition is to gather around and tell people how they've disappointed you over the past year. And we've adopted that tradition here at Remember the Game. The fourth annual airing of Gaming Grievances episode of Expansion Pass will go live on Thursday, December 21st. And to get you in the mood, here's last year's third annual airing of Gaming Grievances episode, Expansion Pass number 142, which originally released on December 21st of 2022. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy this free episode of Expansion Pass. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 142nd edition of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is one of our Patreon-exclusive weekly podcasts here at Remember the Game Industries. My name is Adam Blank, and if you're hearing this, watching this, or checking this out live on a stream, at some point you have decided that this little train wreck of a podcast is worth a couple of bucks of your hard-earned pennies. And if that is the case, from the bottom of my big fat heart, thank you so much for the support. I very much appreciate it. And uh, that I assume you all know what song that was. That was from the original Mike Tyson's Punch-Out 
from the NES. And I figured that was a fitting song for this week's episode because it is officially Festivus season, ladies and gentlemen. Festivus is technically tomorrow, December 23rd. Uh, But you can just add the fact that this episode is going live a day early to your list of grievances if you would like. It's Festivus, and it is time for our third annual airing of gaming grievances and time to let the hobby know how it's disappointed us over the past year, which is why I went with the punch-out music because part of the Festivus is the feats of strength and all that good stuff. And if by some fluke, if you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are we airing grievances? If you're like, what is Festivus? What the fuck is the feats of strength? First of all, uh, I'm very disappointed in you. You should all know this. But if you don't know, if you're not aware of the intricacies of Festivus, I will let the holiday's creator, the late, great Frank Costanza, explain. Here it is. I got your message. I haven't celebrated Festivus in years. What is your interest? Well, just tell me everything, huh? Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. That must have been some kind of doll. She was. (laughs) And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back! I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. Yes, so there you go. Thank you so much, Mr. Frank Costanza. That is Festivus. Oh, God, I fucking love Festivus so much. Now, we are doing a Feats of Strength. As Frank explained, that'll be between uh, this year. The honors will go to Mark and Bradley McHugh. They will be wrestling near the pole. But if you want to see that fight, you're going to have to subscribe to the Remember the Game Only fans, which is available secretly on the Black Dark Web, whatever the fuck the Dark Web thing is called. Uh, but the iron, the the the, the, pole, the aluminum pole is here. We've gathered around, and it's time to air some gaming grievances. I certainly have some shit I want to get off my chest. We've got a hundred plus airings from the hot dogs to pick from. I'll get as many of those in as I can, and this should be great. It's a Remember the Game tradition. It's a festivist for the rest of us, and we'll do all that in just a second because, as you know, part of your Patreon perk is a peek past the podcast. So, if you just want to grab your aluminum pole out of the crawl space, pour yourself a drink, and start yelling, I'll tell you what's been going on around here over the last week or so. And uh, it is the holidays. And as I've been saying for a few weeks now, uh, I'm going to be taking a couple of days off to just hang out with my family and eat and, I'll be honest, smoke some pot and just play some video games. Uh, So next week's Rambling Idiot Remember the Game and Expansion Pass are all being pre-recorded. I will still be doing Game Patch Live. I can't imagine it's going to be too busy next week. Honestly, like I've been working on um, Game Patch Notes for this week, and it is dead. Is fucking dead. But I think it's dead this time every year. Like, there's no gaming news is going to break the week between Christmas and New Year's. Unless something crazy happens with, like, the FTC and the and the Activision sale or whatever. It's it's going to be slow. Uh, but that'll happen live next week. The rest of them, I've already got a couple of them done. I'll be finishing the rest of them off here in the next few days. And then I'll have a week off. And during that week, uh, I'm going to be plugging away at the backlog slowly but surely. I still have 13 games to play for sponsored episodes so if you're on that list i promise i'm plugging away at them plus parappa the rappa won november's patreon poll i'm going to try to finish that off this week so that we can record that for early january um and then don't forget that the next 
all right, you know what? I'll tell you about the rest of it in a little. I'm going to read my notes in order. I always jump all over, and then when I get to other points in my notes, I'm like, what the fuck? I already said this. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm going to try to knock a couple of the sponsored games off this week. I'm going to try to finish Parappa the Wrap-Up. Uh, I'm playing High on Life. And then I'm also hoping to knock a game from 2022 that I missed off the backlog. And I'm torn between Callisto Protocol... Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Cult of the Lamb, and Marvel's Midnight Suns. And I don't know, I can't play more than one, but I would like to pick one of those up and spend some time with it uh, during the holiday season here as well. So I'm hoping to knock one of those off. And that's an issue that I see coming up that I've been talking about for a couple of weeks. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do with Expansion Pass in January um, because there's there's going to be four Expansion Pass episodes. There's four Thursdays in January. And I want to do the Blankies, our award show. I want to do 2023 gaming predictions. I want to do your gaming New Year's resolutions. I want to do a God of War Ragnarok review. And the listener choice for the final episode is still on on the books as well. You get to pick the final topic for Expansion Pass each month. So I do think um, in the next couple of days, maybe by the time you hear this, if not by the weekend for sure, I am going to put a poll up and see which one... Uh, would you folks like to bump into February? The Blankies, 2023 predictions, New Year's resolutions, God of War Ragnarok review, or do you want to just skip the listener's choice episode for January and do those four episodes? So those will be the options. I'll put them up on Patreon. You'll all get to vote and we'll decide from there. So uh, I think there's going to be a few modern game reviews in the first couple months of 2023 here on Expansion Pass. I could do a God of War Ragnarok review right now if I wanted to. We just have the next two episodes already set, but that's coming. Uh, I'll be done high on life in the coming days. I definitely want to review that. And then at least one of those games I just listed off is going to be getting a review as well. Plus, I treated myself to a Steam Deck uh, to celebrate a very busy few months of stand-up comedy. And uh, I don't know when it's going to... I don't know. We'll see if it gets here because FedEx is telling me it shipped on Monday from Illinois and it'll be in Edmonton tomorrow. Today, if you're hearing this, on Thursday the 22nd. But as of right now, it's uh, Wednesday the 21st and it says it's in Tennessee. So it has 3,400 kilometers to go in 24 hours. So I don't know if it's going to, you know, plus the Christmas busyness. But maybe, I don't know, maybe FedEx chartered a plane to get me my Steam Rick. So, uh, so I'm sure I'll end up reviewing that at some point as well. So no worries on running out of expansion passes. It's just going to be busy. Um, and then also, finally, the December Patreon poll where you pick a game for me to play and go through, will be live uh, before Christmas weekend. I'm probably going to set it up on Friday to go live on Friday, and it'll just run basically for the rest of the year. That's going to be our annual RPG poll, where you get to vote on an RPG you want me to play and cover on the show. I got tons of suggestions for it, so lots going on. As we roll toward Remember the Game's fifth anniversary, I'm feeling very, very good. A few of you have been asking me what my New Year's resolutions are, my New Year's goals, my goals for the podcast and stuff in the next year. Uh, I'll be recovering those on next week's Rambling Idiot. I've actually already recorded it. That'll be going live on Tuesday. I'll tell you what my plans are for 2023. Anyway, that is then. This is now. It is Festivus. It's time to celebrate. I am going to queue up some music. And when it stops, it'll be time for the third annual airing of Gaming Grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. And now you're going to hear about them. Let's go. (laughs) 
I'm assuming you all know what that song is too. But if by some chance you don't, that is the boss fight music from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. I thought it and Punch-Out's theme would make good songs for this week because, you know, the feats of strength and everyone's getting angry and Frank Costanza's yelling and stuff like that. Uh, so when I sat down to write my list of grievances for this year, it was like, I could have, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to be all like, listen, like this is going to be, I guess objectively, this is going to be a negative episode because we're all just bitching about stuff that pisses us off. I'm going to try to make it lighthearted and fun, but there's some things that really do piss me off that I'm going to bitch about this year. Uh, but when I sat down and started working on my list, I realized that like, I could, I could probably spend this entire podcast just complaining about games that disappointed me over the past year. Like forget fucking all the other things. And I have particular grievances with PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Some of you have grievances about me. I have grievances about gaming, but I could have just bitched about games. So I'm going to get some shit off my chest. Before I start reading some of yours, I'm just going to start complaining about some of the games that disappointed me this year. And the first game that came to my mind, I think you probably all know exactly which one I'm talking about. Motherfucking Sonic Frontiers. And I don't mean, like, I'm not going to completely rehash this entire review. If you want to know more about why Sonic Reviews let me, or Sonic Reviews, Sonic Frontiers disappointed me this year, you can go back just a few weeks ago on Expansion Pass. I gave you a full spoiler-free review of Sonic Frontiers and got into detail about it. But I guess what disappointed me about it the most was just the fact that, like, I like Sonic, all right? I may not love all of his games. I get mad at some of his games, but I love that character. I love that franchise. He's gaming heritage. He's a Mount Rushmore face as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I really, really, really just, I would love nothing more to have been able to come on here and be like, this is my game of the year. This was fucking incredible. But instead, what I got was a game that didn't run well. It popped in everywhere. It was boring. It made no fucking sense. The story sucked. The voice acting was abysmal. And the entire collective game, in my personal opinion, was just kind of embarrassing. It just, like, I'm like, if this is the best that you're capable of, then take Sonic out back and... Because it's fucking done. I just thought that game... That game, I... Fuck me. And you know what sucks? That game came out right after Gotham Knights and right before God of War Ragnarok. And I picked up God of War Ragnarok, played it, and enjoyed it. I, I was really torn between Gotham Knights uh, and Sonic Frontiers. And I went with Sonic. And I know that Gotham Knights didn't exactly blow people's minds either. But I kind of wish I had bought Gotham Knights instead. That game just fucking... What a... Easily. My biggest disappointment of the entire year was fucking Sonic Frontiers. Another game that pissed me off this year while I'm airing grievances is Triangle Strategy. And I didn't even play Triangle Strategy. And here's, when coming in to 2022, that might have been, that was a top three most anticipated game for me. I love those, you know, tactical strategy games. I fucking, it turns me on a little bit when I see that art style, that uh, Octopath Traveler Triangle Strategy kind of 2.5 pixel art. You know, if you've seen it, you know what I'm fucking talking about. It looks stunning. And then when that game dropped, I started reading reviews and everybody was like, the gameplay is fucking tight. But they're like, this game just never shuts the fuck up. It just talks and talks and talks. And uh, somebody was, um, somebody was saying that in the first, like, I can't remember if it's in the first three hours you do five fights or in the first five hours you do three. I think it's in the first five hours you have like three battles 
And I was like, well, that's the whole reason I want to fucking play it. And the problem is that Octopath Traveler, while a pretty rock-solid RPG, the story made no sense. It was terrible. And I was like, I love this game. I just wish it had a better story. And then it sounds like with Triangle Strategy, they were like, you want story? We'll fucking give you a story. And they just rammed it down your throat. And I hate that shit. And I was like, I'm not playing that. And I will play it. At some point, I will play it. But I'm going to wait for it to get cheap or hit Game Pass or something. Because I don't know if I'm going to like it. I fucking hate. Like, I don't want to read. If I want to read a book, I'll read a fucking book. So triangle strategy, you let me down without me even playing you because you fucking talk too goddamn much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help, because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before, and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. Mario Strikers. Oh, God. I, yeah. Longtime listeners of this show know that I have been, I have been worshiping at a fucking statue in my closet of Mario with a soccer ball just for like a decade, just trying everything I could do to will a new Mario Strikers game into existence. And if you've gone back and listened to old episodes, I have been praying for a new Mario Strikers probably since I launched the podcast. And then when we finally got it this year, I almost cried. I was so excited. I was like, we finally got Mario Strikers. And I bought it day one. And I was like, there's no way this is going to suck. And then it just kind of fucking sucked. Like it just, and I don't know why, because like I've kind of gone back to it and I've been playing a little bit of it over the last month or so. And the core game, in my opinion, is fun. It's good. It's just, I don't know if it's missing that multiplayer couch co-op you know, maybe that's what I need from the GameCube and the Wii. Maybe online's not the same. I think the single player is fucking terrible. Like, there's just nothing on their bone. And it just... It just felt like the, the gameplay is there. And then they just said, that's good enough. And fucking shipped it. And I, a lot of you, I know, feel the same way. And I just... I I would love nothing more to have just played that game all year and loved it. And, and I'm kind of slowly, semi, maybe, turning around on it. Because as I played a little bit, it's fun. When I sit down and play a couple of games, it's a good time. But it just disappointed me. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. So unfortunately, Mario Strikers Battle League was one of my gaming grievances this year. As was Splatoon 3. And the thing with Splatoon 3 was I don't I don't think Splatoon 3 is a bad game at all. I The only problem with Splatoon 3 was like I probably put 10 hours into it or so. And I was like, this is just Splatoon 2 with another number on the cover. And like, I don't know what I expected them to change. But like, I don't know, 
And I know that, like, I think one of the grievances on the list this year, this year, somebody said not every franchise needs a battle royal, and I agree. But like, Splatoon could have used it. Something, something. I was like, I was like, why did I? I paid full price for this, and all I'm doing is playing the same game I've been playing since the Wii, or the Wii U, I guess, when the first one came out. So, and I and I know everyone says the single player is great. I I dis I hate it. I fucking hate it. I don't I don't enjoy. I just I hated it in Splatoon two. I hated it in Splatoon three. I think it's boring and tedious. And I don't like it. And Splatoon 3, I got to be honest, Splatoon, I, I buy all my games digitally. And Sonic Frontiers, Mario Strikers, and Splatoon 3 are three games I wish I had bought physically. Because I would have sold all three of them. And put that money towards something else. Like one of the games I just listed off. All, all four of all those games kind of broke my heart this year. And if we're talking about games that disappointed people... Is there any way that we don't talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? And I didn't play them. I actually didn't have them on my list. But Mr. Nintendo is one of many that wrote in and said, Gaming Grievance, buying an incomplete, unpolished Pokemon game on top of releasing a patch that doesn't fix the bug issues. Just re-release Crystal, goddammit. And yeah, Mr. Nintendo is one of many that wrote in about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And everyone I've talked to that's playing this game is saying that the gameplay is great. You know, Mark McHugh loves it. A bunch of you have said you love it. My buddy Miklos, who's my probably the biggest Pokemon fan I know, he has said that, like, it is so much fun. It just doesn't feel finished. It just feels like it was almost done, and then they shipped it for the holidays. And it's cyberpunk all over again. And that's just unacceptable, in my opinion. Especially from... You're the biggest fucking media franchise in the world. You could have polished your game. You could have released Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on, like, January 2nd. And sold a trillion copies. They just wanted it in this quarter and wanted it before the holidays. So I have no problem with anybody that wanted to air a gaming grievance about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They shit the bed. They dropped the Pokeball, as it were. And they deserve some shit for that. So anyway. Uh, so those are the individual games that I wanted to bitch about. I still have a ton of stuff I want to bitch about. And I got a ton of comments from all of you. And we're going to rip through some of these right now. Cal C wrote in and said, People telling me Pokemon is for kids. Yeah, I get that it's aimed at kids. But I grew up with it. I've lived its evolution and it's become part of my own personal culture. I have every right to sit down, open a pack of cards, or play a game without being told it's childish. By that logic, so is the soap you start watching. You started watching... Oh, I see. He says, by that logic, so is the soap you started watching in your teens. And I read that as like a bar of soap. And I was like, who the fuck watches a bar of soap? But I, I get it. You mean like soap opera? Uh, yeah, dude, that, you know what? Fucking, that's just a grievance about society. Don't shit on people for their hobbies. Like, I mean, if you want to like break balls, that's fine. But like, I like pro wrestling. And I still, to this day, I'm a 39-year-old man who still takes shit for liking pro wrestling. People are like, you don't know that shit's fake, right? I'm like, it is? What? It's, shut the fuck up. People telling people Pokemon is for kids. I still watch Ninja Turtles cartoons. I still play, I just played, Kirby and the Forgotten Land was one of my favorite games of this year. And that was for children. I don't, nothing is for fucking children. All right? I mean, I guess like elementary schools and like some playgrounds and stuff are for children. But like media and stuff like that, fuck that. Who gives a fuck if you're 12 or if you're 200? If you enjoy something, if you enjoy a game, if you enjoy a movie, if you enjoy a TV show, fucking watch it, play it, read it, and fuck the haters. Who cares? I agree. Anyone? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck the haters, Cal. And they are still watching the same soap. They started watching their teens. Shaylee watches the soap. Actually, she's just stopped recently. But she's been watching it for a long time. And I'm not going to say which one it is, but I always make fun of her for how bad it is. Um... But then she makes fun of me for everything. So it's, you know, it's our thing that we do. It's love. It's love. 
Damn it, it's love. Uh, stupid Sexy Flanders wrote in and said, for the love of God, stop your stupid children from running onto, across, and around the platform while I'm playing Pump It Up or DDR. It's unbelievably annoying, and I'm going to trip them on purpose and will place the blame on you. Goodbye. Is that a thing? Dude, I'm, I'm terrified to go near somebody when I watch them play Dance Dance Revolution. On like the high speed when their feet are kicking all over the place. I'm like, dude, I'm not going. I'm going to get kicked in the face. I'm not going over there. Kids fucking run around in your legs while you do that. Yeah, those parents. You parents, get better. Parents, any parent listening to this, fucking do better. Says the guy with no kids that can barely take care of himself. Fucking do better. But the thing is, like, you're stupid, sexy Flanders. They might have been trying to just get near that uh, stupid, sexy Flanders ass, to be fair. That would drive me fucking crazy, though. Uh, Robert Candeloro. Wrote in and said, Hi, Adam. I'm not usually one to air gaming grievances, but trying to work through my backlog, I just thought of this one. My gaming grievance is games that are too long. Now, I like getting value for my money as much as the next person, but I'm annoyed at the amount of games that are 100 plus hours and with a lot of unnecessary side content and filler. It's one of the reasons why I'm so reluctant to start playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla because that game is 100 plus hours and a lot of it would be repetitive side content. I get that some people rate video games based on the hours per dollar spent, but for me, I will always take quality over quantity. Looking at fucking you, Horizon Forbidden West, and I like that game. Listen, you go back and listen to my review. That's a very good game. But I agree. There's so many games that people are on me to play that I'm just like, it's too long. It's too long. And you're not, it's not gonna no. I fucking I am like, I don't even think the side content in Horizon Forbidden West is bad, but like they talk so much. This goes back to the triangle strategy thing. I'm all for setting the tempo and giving me a story, but it's like, Jesus Christ. You're like Grandpa Simpson trying to fucking tell me about the onion on my belt. Just wrap it the fuck up and get to the fucking point. So I agree with you. I agree with that 100%. I don't care if your game's really long, but make it like... I, I, feel, like I, I feel like I shouldn't be throwing Horizon Forbidden West under the bus because I really like that game. But anyone that's played it, you know what I'm talking about. That game fucking talks. That game talks a lot, man. Uh, one of my grievances. I'm gonna go back to one of my own. Um, I'm gonna. One of my biggest gaming grievances this year is me, me, Adam Blank. I'm the grievance uh, because I'm part of the problem. I bought The Last of Us again, and I don't regret playing that game again because I still, to this moment, think The Last of Us is a top three video game I've ever played in my entire life. It is. It is immaculate. I I adore just about everything about that game. But I spent 90 Canadian dollars on The Last of Us Part 1 on my PS5 the day it released. And it was great to replay it, but I didn't need to do that. And I don't... When that game first launched and people were like, that doesn't need to be out. I was like, shut up, man. People like the game. Let them fucking buy the game. And I still, I bought it and it's fun and I'll probably play it again. But I did play it. And by the time I was done, I was like, I really should have spent this $90 on something else. Like I didn't need to buy this again. So I guess one of the grievances is me for being Adam part of the problem blank. I am, I am an issue and I'll, I'll agree to that. I'll own it. It's my problem. I'm working through it. Okay. Uh, a couple of you also had grievances about me. Good day wrote in and said, my gaming grievances with you, Adam, our dear friend. All right. Has gone on a Twitch strike for months now and is streaming that terrible game. Little Nimoy every month until you finally do an episode about it. I have been forced to sit through countless playthroughs of this awful game. Please. I beg of you do an episode before he makes us watch another stream of this abysmal game. Thank God he didn't go on a hunger strike or right now he'd be dead. Uh, you know what? I, I appreciate the passion of trying to get me to play little Nemo. But I don't give in to terrorists. 
So many of you have driven by my house and thrown rocks at our front door with like notes written on it saying, play Skies of Arcadia, play Kingdom Hearts, play Diablo. And I just, I will not give in to terrorism. I'll play games when I'm fucking ready. And all right, can just sit over there on his stream channel and Twitch fuck, or fucking stream little Nimoy until he's blue in the face. I'll play it when I'm ready to play it or when Molly tells me to. I will not give in to terrorist demands here at Remember the Game. It's not happening. Before you know it, people will be fucking... Yeah, anyways, um, so free, I was just, yeah, you get the point. Uh, so Frito Bandito wrote in and said, my gaming grievance is people who, this one, okay, so this one I'm going to read, and Bandito, if you're listening to this, and I'm assuming you are, I want you to know I'm not attacking you in here, but I am, intru- I'm, I'm, this one, I'm like, really? Like, this one surprised, this legitimately surprised me a little bit. All right, so Frito Bandito wrote in and said, my gaming grievance is people who won't try different games or genres. Adam, so many great games that aren't just platformers or puzzle games, you know, Adam, I want everyone to experience things they might not be into at first. Minecraft started as a game I made fun of, but now it's my favorite game to just dive into every couple of months. Just be more open to change, Adam. I mean, people. So that's now listen, I read the comment and I was like, I'll put that in. I have no problem with putting in a grievance about me. Um, I just, I'm legitimately honestly wondering. I was I was texting with a buddy of mine that listens to the show about it last night. What don't I try? Like, listen, yeah, there are a couple of games. Kingdom Hearts, I don't want to play it. Diablo, I don't want to play it. I know that there's a couple of games that you all want. Sega Saturn, blah, blah, blah. I know there's a few. But I'm like, I was just this year. I went back through episodes of, of Remember the Game this year. This year, I played Need for Speed Most Wanted, which I never would have played. I played Star Wars Episode One Racer. I never would have played. I played Half-Life on PC. Even though I don't like PC games, I played it on PC. I played Portal. I played Silent Hill 3. I tried Splinter Cell, even though I hate stealth games. I played Final Fantasy Tactics. I played Shadow of the Colossus. I tried Suikoden 2 and Ogre Battle, but I'm too dumb to understand those games. I, like... It's a legitimate criticism, I suppose, but I was like, what don't I try? I feel like I tried a ton of games this year that I never would have played without Remember the Game. Pre-Remember the Game, sure, I stuck, I stayed in my lane and played what I like. But at this point, like the only things I borderline refuse to try are I don't want to play any MMO games or MMORPGs because they're just too big and I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't want to play any like racing sim games like Gran Turismo and them because I just hate them. I know some of you like them, and that's great. I just I just hate those fucking games. I think they're boring. Um, and then there's a select couple like Kingdom Hearts and Diablo that I just don't have any interest in trying. But like I just I I'm not attacking Bandito. I just was like, what? Please, if you if you want to follow up, DM me. What what genres and stuff do I refuse to? Like so many great games that aren't just platformers and puzzle games. I play lots of games that aren't platformers and puzzle games. So I'm just curious. What is it that I'm not trying? I just would like to know. Message me anyway. I mean, I'm fine with the grievance. I'm just like, what am I, what am I not doing? That's what I want to know. Uh, and Holmes wrote in and just said, uh, he called me out for calling him out, throwing him under the bus, playing Among Us one time. I'm not even going to read that one. I still think you fucking did it. Even if the game says you weren't the fucking imposter, you fucking did it. Fuck you. You fucking did it. Subpar Nova wrote in and said, here's my grievance. Why do I need an account to sign into every single gaming service or game? Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. I get those. But Ubisoft, Epic, EA, hell, you need an account to sign into Skitty City Skyline. Like, why do I need to do this? Just give me one goddamn account for your platform 
and let me use my email account for the PC and be done with it. I'm older now. I don't have the brain capacity to remember 12 different usernames and passwords. And don't give me that bullshit about internet security. They just do it to put us on mailing lists to send us digital junk mail to peddle their products. Fuck me. It just boils my blood every time I have to sign into a different account for whatever game I'm trying to play. Just let me play my game and be done. Now, listen, reading that, Subpar Nova didn't write it in the caps, like, as angry as I just read it. But the more I read that, the more I was like, I feel the exact same fucking way. When I saw I didn't play Far Cry 6, why? It's a single-player offline game. Why in the holy shit do I need to sign up for a crappy Ubisoft account just so you can tell me your fucking games are on sale every eight fucking minutes? Because Ubisoft games are always on sale. That drives me up the goddamn wall, too. I cannot agree with it more. Fuck off with your goddamn logins. I cannot, cannot, cannot agree with it more. It drives me up the fucking wall. And if I had any balls or any willpower, I would say, you know what? I'm not playing your game if I have to sign in. But the problem is I really like video games. So you're going to keep getting... One more reason why the SNES, NES, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, PS1, Panasonic 3DO, and any other systems that I might have forgotten that start with the letter S. That's why that was the prime golden years of gaming because there were no updates. There were no DLC. You didn't have to log into a fucking account. You just got to play your fucking game. Drives me up the goddamn wall. I agree with you. And speaking of updates, FrostyFeet492 wrote in, and this one is in all capitals. <clears throat> and I imagine that FrostyFeet sounds like this. Why the fuck do I need to update my controller? A game? Fine. System software? Sure. But why a goddamn controller? And then FrostyFeet's mom told him to stop swearing and yelling, and then he logged off his computer. I actually agree with that, too, though. It drives me nuts. I'm like, why am I up to... Every time I turn on my... Well, not every time, but like fairly regularly when I fire out my PS5 I gotta update that controller and I'm like what are you updating so it rumbles more minor grief not nearly as big a grief as the logging into fucking accounts to play every game but it pisses me off too and speaking of PlayStation I have a couple of grievances with those motherfuckers on their own and I'm gonna get into those right now number one is PlayStation Plus Premium what in the actual fuck I stood up for that service when I did my PS Plus review a couple of months ago I love the idea I will happily pay more to get access to a bunch of PS1, PS2 games y'all know the fucking PSP you all know the spiel but you're not giving us any of them every month when Sony announces their new PS Plus games there's like a dozen PS Extra games like PS4 and PS5 games and that's great I'm all for those but then they're like oh yeah by the way here's two crappy PS1 games that no one's ever fucking heard of and we'll throw those in there as well or they're like here's some PS3 games that you're gonna have to stream that most people won't play because they don't want to fucking stream it and I gotta tell you I stood up for this service but if they have not improved it by this time next year if they don't start taking this seriously and start adding actual games for the money that I'm fucking paying them to add those actual games to I'll just downgrade to PS Plus Extra and go out and fucking emulate your fucking games out of spite which i don't do if i can have a reason to, if i have an option to pay for them but they're just about forcing my hand because the ps plus i how if, if there's a single person a single one of you listening to this podcast right now who says ps plus premium is premium and it's excellent and it's worth every dime but nintendo switch online and the value they offer sucks you're fucking crazy and i'm not saying nintendo's online is perfect either but at least you've got like a fucking what 150 nes snes nintendo 64 and sega genesis games for the same price you've got about 50 classic playstation games and of those 50 classics there's like six that fucking matter and they're not adding anything it is a fucking joke ps plus premium get better or get bent get the fuck out of my house 
If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Oh, and on that note... Uh, and I don't care. You can come at me and be like, oh, well, the PSVR 2 can't handle the original. I don't give a fuck. The lack of backwards compatibility on PSVR 2 is uh, unacceptable, in my opinion. And I don't want to hear it. Because every time I bring this up, I get messaged by people being like, it's different tech. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. The PS5 is different tech than the PS1, and it works. They could have designed the PSVR 2 from the ground up to make sure it worked with all the PSVR 1 games. And quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, if they were taking PSVR really seriously, they would have done that. Because that would have brought a lot of new people in. We've gotten the comments. We've seen the comments from people. They're like, I'm not plunking down $600 or whatever the fuck it is for like a dozen games. If I could plunk it down and play all the old games on it as well, that'd be a whole different story. It's PlayStation does not give a fuck about backwards compatibility. They have made it abundantly clear. Their fucking CEO, Jim Ryan, has come out and said, or president or whatever the fuck his title is, has said that gamers don't care about playing old titles. They clearly don't give a shit. And it's like, yes, they fucking do. And if you want people to plunk down cash for your super expensive VR headset, then give them fucking games. And you've got a library that you didn't make backwards compatible, and I refuse to move off of this hill. It is the exact same as the people that argue with me that PS3 games don't stream natively on the PS5 because the PS3 was a disaster under the hood and the technology just doesn't work. I don't give a fuck. Find a way to make it work. I don't fucking... It's your fucking system. It's your fucking system. Figure it out because I fucking promise you, I will bet you dollars to donuts that if you turn this loose on the internet within days, somebody out there could figure out a way to make it work. So, so could Sony. They just don't give a fuck. Instead, they fucking re-release games like The Last of Us for the eighth time and dipships like me come along and say, I'll buy it. Why the fuck not? Fuck you. Backwards compatibility or get out. Fucking Sony. 
Triple wrote in and said, I have to get this off my chest. PlayStation, stop being fucking crybabies about this Activision deal. Look, we get it. It might hurt your business or it might hurt a bit for your business, but deal with it. PlayStation literally took most of the fighting games away from other consoles for years and they were okay with that. You guys will still be number one in gaming with or without the deal. You have games. Now it's time for Xbox to get theirs too. Excuse me, to get theirs too. I mean, I agree with most of that because like Sony, listen, if Sony had a chance to buy Call of Duty... Sony fucking pays every year for exclusivity to have Call of Duty like betas and shit on their shit on their faster. Like Sony buys exclusivities too. The difference is Xbox went out and cut the biggest check for the biggest franchise that they could get their fucking hands on. And I, I don't blame PlayStation for trying to push back against it, but I do agree with you that PlayStation will still be the Kings. Even if Xbox bought Activision Blizzard outright and made Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox, PlayStation would still be on top for the foreseeable future. So I I do agree with that. And I do wish that they would spend a little bit less time whining and a little bit more time trying to improve their own services. I do agree with that. But I also will listen to the argument that like the reason Sony, you said PlayStation has games. You know why they've got a lot of their games? Because they did develop them, right? Like look at, I've said it many times, PlayStation's exclusive lineup, the, The Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War, Days Gone, uh, Spider-Man. I mean, you know, I, I'm drawing a blank, but you know what I'm saying? Like Ratchet and Clank, all the PlayStation franchises, like they developed those. Xbox has been like, we have Halo and Gears of War, we're fine. And now they're like, no, we need some more games. So I I would listen to that argument, but I do agree that I'm like, I'm just, I'm just sick of all of them. I'm sick of hearing about it, quite frankly. Just fucking, I'm, I just, I don't want to talk about it till they pull the trigger and it's just fucking decided one way or the other. And I agree that I think they would be fine even if they didn't have Call of Duty. I agree with that 100%. Uh, Ed wrote in and said game publishers are ruining games these days by setting developers unrealistic and often immovable targets for releasing games this leads to buggy messes being pushed out that are costing us players 50 plus euros per game to essentially work for the company as quality assurance instead of getting excited about new games releasing I have to instead get excited about playing it in a year when they've finally been able to patch all the bugs and the glitches out and I think I mean like that's no question Ed I think we ranted about this last year or the year before with Cyberpunk and how those executives just straight up fucked over those game developers by making them put that game out early and they are so far and away not the only ones doing it and I agree it's become a huge problem in gaming today I can't imagine there's a single person listening to this that plays modern games that doesn't agree that it's become a real joke that so many companies are just relying on patches and cleaning the game up in the weeks after launch and just getting it out there so we all start putting our money into it that drives me fucking crazy I cannot agree with that more it's just, it's gotten out of hand. And I don't think it'll ever go away. The only way it'll ever go away is if we all stop buying games day one and that's not going to happen. Let's just call a spade a spade. That's not going to fucking happen. Um, I forget, wrote in with a similar thought. You know what squirts pepper juice in my asshole? That, oh, fuck. Uh, the state of day one releases. I love getting in the hype of a big AAA release and getting the game day one. But too many titles released in just terrible states makes it difficult to want to go out and pick things up on the first day. I must have gotten burnt half a dozen times this year. It's great things can be patched later, but it kills my immersion on getting hyped about new titles oh another thing how come i can't get no tang around here and also hold on a minute flush the toilet he didn't put that last part in but i love that nice pull uh yeah no i mean we just ranted about it but it's just it's fucking it's just become such a massive problem with games man it's just absolutely and like i keep saying it i'm anti-pre-orders and this is a big part of why because i'm like it's gonna be broken anyway and then even nintendo 
who for the longest time I said that there's a company out there that doesn't release broken games, it's Nintendo. Then Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came around. And I know that that was technically Game Freak, but Nintendo played a role in that. That game doesn't release when it does in the state that it does without Nintendo stamping the okay on it. So everyone's fucking doing it now. Pretty soon, I'm going to start releasing these podcasts unedited, like even worse than they are now. And I'll be like, I'll fix it later. Just listen to it now. I'll fix it later. We're allowed to do it as part of gaming now. Uh, one more comment like about this kind of stuff, and then we're going to move on. A Waluigi to the past. That'd be an awesome game. Wrote in and said, first Tim, long Tim here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Not that your comment isn't bad, but first Tim, long Tim. And anyone that knows, knows uh, that got, that's getting you read. That was, I like that. That was clever. First Tim, long Tim here. Uh, my grievance is the lack of modern games that are both fun and finished. The polished games are B-list movie plots with one of three types of generic gameplay. The fun games are buggy messes with more unique gameplay mashed together with generic gameplay. I guess a bonus grievance toward myself, an example of this is two of the only games I enjoyed the last few years were Cyberpunk and Sonic Frontiers. That's bad, but it's not all my fault. Make games better. And two of those games, those are both examples of games that were shit broken. It's just, I know, it's, we're the problem. They're the problem, but we're the enablers because they're the ones shipping the games that are half done. We're the ones being like, it's okay, we'll buy it, we'll patch it, we'll play it. We're, it's a two, we're all collectively the problem. Maybe we should all just go outside or read a book or something and just fucking stop. Anyway. Uh, let's move on. I'm going to get a couple more of my grievances in. No more grieving about games that aren't done. Uh, let's go to Xbox. I got some shit to get off my chest with Xbox. You know what my number one problem with Xbox is? And I understand. I understand that this sounds a little bit hypocritical because I just said to stop releasing games before they're ready. But Xbox, you need some fucking games. This is this is getting fucking ridiculous. And I and listen, again, I don't want Starfield if it's not done or anything like that. But it's like you Microsoft, Xbox, Phil Spencer, powers that be there. You have bought so many game studios. You're the all the studios, all the developers under your umbrella is fucking insane. And you're not releasing shit. And I understand the pandemic fucks stuff up. And I understand it takes some time to get into the flow. And I do think once Xbox really finally gets into the pocket and figures out a system with all these studios, we will see consistent releases of big games. But like the Xbox Series X is two years old. And I can't think. I don't think I can name three games that I have played exclusively on that that I couldn't have played anywhere else. I'm playing high on life right now. It's pretty good. Halo Infinite was okay. I thought Halo Infinite could have been better. But it's like... <laughs> and the thing... Like, you know what's saving Xbox for me is Game Pass. The value of Game Pass and the number of awesome indie games that I have played on Game Pass. That's what's keeping them alive. But it's just... They're trying so hard to, to stand up the PlayStation and try to take some market share away and stuff like that. And... The, the fact is just remains that like I just finished God of War Ragnarok last week and I've I, I have not played a single game on my Xbox Series X in two years that can touch God of War Ragnarok not one it you need some games and and you know what like again I understand it's a little bit hypocritical because I'm the one saying don't release them till they're ready you gotta get get your shit together you've got infinite money they're fucking Microsoft they have infinite money find a way they keep saying 2023 will be the year. 2023, you're getting games. And it's like, if we don't, if you don't get some games out in 2023, oh, I, it's going to be pretty fucking hard to defend you anymore. So that's my grievance. It's not the thing I'm the strongest about this year, 
we need some fucking games, Xbox. It's fucking time. Uh, and also, very minor complaint about Xbox. Games with gold, just fucking kill it. Like, stop. Why? Why? When was the last time, listening to this, you were excited about a Games with Gold? Portal 2 was a big get a few months ago. Before that, I don't... I don't, I don't even remember the last time I was excited about a Games with Gold. Maybe Sonic Generations? That was like two years ago. Just like... Just stop. Take the two people you've put in charge of Games with Gold and have them work on one of your exclusives to maybe get it out three days earlier because you need some fucking games, Xbox. I love your system. I love your controller. I love your interface. I love Game Pass. I prefer Xbox to PlayStation. I've never hidden it. But like, (laughs) we're looking at this right now and it's like the Xbox got destroyed by the PS2. The Xbox 360 gave the PS3 a run, but it lost in the end. The Xbox One was a travesty. And the Xbox Series Everything's are rad consoles that are just getting massacred again. You need some fucking games, kids. Enough is enough. Fucking stop. Anyway. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just It just bugs me. It's just like, it's just it's like... Why are you buying all these fucking... Anyway, it doesn't... All right, let's move on. I'm done. I got it off my chest. Let's go. Uh, Captain N wrote in and said, why is every game being made into a fucking movie or TV show? Just because it was a game doesn't mean one of these streaming companies needs to statch it up and shoehorn a script script that clearly misses the mark on a game. Games themselves already have 10 to 20 hour well-written and presented stories. I don't need to compress it to a two-hour movie or a 10-episode miniseries. I'm not saying don't do the occasional one, but don't do it for all of them. You know what? I think we've gone, like, we're, 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 past the the tipping point now i think most of you would agree not a week goes by on game patch i have a story this week uh death stranding is the newest one that's getting a movie it's just i don't i don't is it i feel like it's the new superhero genre is gaming movies they're just they're fucking and tv shows they're everywhere and you're right most of them suck there's exceptions and i want some i'm i'm fucking excited for the last of us next month i don't care i'm excited for that but like i was pumped for resident evil and i watched two episodes or i got like three or four episodes in. i was like this sucks i was pumped for halo i got through one episode and i was like this is fucking terrible they fucked up so so many of these series and it's just you know why they're doing it because gaming is big 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 money gaming is bigger money than movies, than TV shows, than music. So if you're making movies or TV shows and gaming's worth more, why not go over there for your ideas? And it's like the scripts are already written. You just have to tweak them and make them into movies and TV shows. And I agree. And the problem is all it's going to do is it's going to become horribly oversaturated. It's going to be terrible. A bunch of these are going to flop and then we're going to stop making them all together. But for the next, I bet you until like 2026, 2027, we're watching gaming movies and TV shows all over the fucking place. All over the place. Remember the game. We'll have a movie by 2026. And it'll probably suck. Charlie Day will play me. And it'll probably be terrible. Not because of Charlie Day. But just because it's about me. And because it's a gaming movie. Uh, Matt Woody wrote in and said, I, for one, am getting tired of seeing an interesting game only to find out I have to craft literally everything in order to play what otherwise might be enjoyable. I swear that game developers are just putting crafting mechanics in game to stretch the overall length of gameplay. And honestly, it's a cheap cop-out used to shore up mediocre storytelling. Don't even get me started on roguelike or roguelites. Now, I will strongly disagree with you on roguelike and roguelites because I think that done well, that's one of the most entertaining ways to make a game there is. I'll, I'll I'll adamantly disagree with you, but I will like wholeheartedly get down in the trenches with you and fight alongside you. Every game doesn't need to craft and every, you know what? I'll add on 
tier, every game doesn't need to craft. Every game doesn't need a fucking skill tree that you upgrade for no goddamn reason. That doesn't make any fucking difference. If you're not going to put some heart and some depth into your skill tree, get rid of it. And if you're not going to make a crafting shit fun, just stop. I'm so sick and tired of like... I don't mind a little bit of crafting. I again, I'm a homer for it, but like The Last of Us, I like the crafting in that. You pick up you you're 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 scavenging supplies, and when you find enough rubbing alcohol and rags, you can make yourself a Molotov cocktail to use as a weapon. I'm totally down with that. But games where it's like you're picking up fucking everything, 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 and then you got to make everything, everything, everything. It's like no, if I wanted to do fucking chores, I'll line, I'll log off and go do fucking chores. I agree with you, Matt Woody. That fucking drives me crazy. But I disagree. Roguelikes and roguelites are fucking awesome. Uh, that Bailey guy wrote in and said, EA. Well said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything to add to that. I agree. EA. Fucking EA. Uh, Donnie the Dude Walter wrote in and said, My problem with you people is everyone bitches and whines that companies are greasy, yet we keep awarding their greasiness with our hard-earned dollars. You people are the gold tooth and the crooked game rep smile now for the feats of strength. Very well said. And again, I think we're kind of going around in circles, but that is the problem. Is And I'm not blaming 90% of the fault falls on the game developers hitting us with microtransactions, hitting us with DLC day one, hitting us with unfinished games and making us upgrade them later and all that kind of shit. 90% of the problem are the people doing it, but 10% is us for supporting them. We are the, well, Donnie, the dude, Walter, that is so poetic. You are the, you people are the gold tooth and the crooked game reps smile. It's my gold tooth. That's my gold tooth. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. You hit me with one more can kid. Anyways, uh, Nintendo. Let's get to Nintendo. I have got some beefs. You know what? Actually, so this year I only like, I, I only had one grievance with Nintendo, but the reason for that is because when you listen to my gaming, uh, the games that I grieved about, Triangle Strategies, Splatoon 3, Mario Strikers Battle League, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, those are all Nintendo games. So I feel like they've already gotten some. My other beef with Nintendo is just your hatred of your fans is disgusting. It's, it's, look, I have no problem with Nintendo shutting down rom sites i have no problem well okay i'm not gonna go that far i understand why nintendo shuts down rom sites i i'm not gonna because frankly like there are some games that are lost to time forever without roms so i'm 50 50 on that but like these Smash Brothers tournaments that we were kind of talking about last week and the way they're shutting down all these people that just want to play and have big events around your fucking game that you're not fucking doing. Let people enjoy your game that they bought. If I bought your game and now I want to have a tournament with it, fuck you. Who the fuck are you to tell me I can't have a tournament with your fucking game? Those Nintendo Power uploads. Every, someone uploaded all the old issues of Nintendo Power. And then Nintendo goes and fucking takes it down. Someone uploaded some story about a, a, a fucking strategy Zelda game. And Nintendo goes and takes it down. Why do you hate us so much? Do you have any idea how much money we fucking made you? Any idea? You know how many shitty fucking decisions you've made where we've stood by you? Like the Nintendo 64 not using discs? Like the Wii period? The Wii U and that abomination? The fucking Virtual Boy? The amount of times we have stood by you while you have just made stupid decision after stupid fucking decision. And then all you do is just hate us and just beat us and just treat us like shit. When I was in Japan... 
I did the go-karting around Tokyo dressed as Nintendo characters, and it was so much fun. The Nintendo fucking shut them down too, and it was, I get it, you have to protect your IP. I get it, but why do you fucking hate your fans so much? Why do you have to be so, so anti-consumer? I've said it so many times in the past, and I will continue to say it. If Nintendo did not have the nostalgia and the fucking IPs that they have, they would be so dead in the water, Sega would have surpassed them. And that's not a dig at Sega. It's just we all know Nintendo won that console war. Sega would be like, if you did not have Mario and Zelda and Donkey Kong and Mario Kart and these franchises we love, the way you fucking treat your fan base, you would be so dead. You're the dark side fills of fucking game developers sometimes. It's just you don't appreciate any of us. I have no problem with you being like, you can't sell knockoff NES classics full of the games we offer on Nintendo Switch Online. I have less than zero problem with that. I have no problem with them going to ROM sites that sell subscriptions to download ROMs and being like, nay, nay, you can't sell subscriptions to fucking get our games. I have no problem with that. Why are you stopping tournaments over Smash Brothers that you're not hosting? Why are you taking down issues of Nintendo Power that you're not doing anything with? What the fuck is your problem? fucking Nintendo you are just it's like you're the best lay I've ever had so I can't break up with you but you just treat me like shit that's what Nintendo is cunts uh Dusty Salad wrote in and said Nintendo could you please start releasing more 2D game entries in your own franchises like Mario Pokemon and Zelda not everyone has time to get into these bigger 3D adventures by making more 2D games this will give you more time to develop and perfect your 3D games 2D Metroid came back and the fans loved it can we also get rid of the new Mario Brothers series and replace it with another style at this point they've been milking it for over a decade I like I mostly agree because like I would I would if I had my choice I would never play like I would never get another 3D Mario or Zelda or Metroid and I know like I like some of those games but I prefer 2D as well Uh, but I do my unpopular opinion is I do like the new Super Mario Brothers games I know you're gonna get mad at me for it I do like those but I do agree with you I wish they would do that and frankly I just wish they would use or give their dude you know what Xbox would fucking pay to get their hands on a punch out or an F-Zero or like one of those franchises that's just dead in the water Star Fox and you're just sitting on them. Like, we want them. Fucking do something with them, Nintendo. Give us back fucking Mario 3D All-Stars. And give us back Super Mario Bros. 35. Why do you fucking hate us? Gah! Andrew Wright wrote in and said, I'm sick and tired of all the people who say Breath of the Wild is not a Zelda game. You can say you prefer your Zelda in 2D instead of 3D, but too many people bitch about the same game getting remade four to five times and then bitch about a franchise that tries to move in a different direction. Well, I'm here to bitch about the bitching bitches bitch fair enough I think Breath of the Wild is a Zelda game it's not a traditional Zelda game that's the risk you run right there's some people that say that about Mario Odyssey too they don't like Mario Odyssey because they changed the formula I'll agree with that I don't mind if they change the formula once in a while uh KB Toys wrote in and said, we're about to go through an entire and arguably the best Nintendo console generation ever and not get a new Mario Kart. Listen, if we hadn't gotten all the new Mario Kart 8 tracks, I would be fucking right there with you on the front lines. I I can live with like, Mario Kart 8 is still selling like gangbusters and they are giving us 48 new tracks. So I, I can, I'll give them a pass. Like we need Mario Kart 9 on their next system, no question. But, and we will get it, I'm sure. But it is like, 
I don't know, man. I see both sides because it is it is frustrating that we didn't get a new Mario Kart game. But I'll I'll like Mario Kart Eight is definitively without question the best Mario Kart ever made in my opinion. And it was dying a death on the Wii U, and it would have been lost forever. So I'm glad that they. I'm kind of glad. That's like the one port I'm kind of glad we got because Mario Kart Eight was too good to have nobody play it. But it, I I would. Oh my god, I would love a Mario Kart Nine. I agree. Uh, hired goons. Who? Hired goons wrote in and said, nothing pisses me off more than the fact that the cancel confirmation button layout is reversed between Sony and Nintendo controllers. I don't give a fuck what you want to label your buttons. They can be letters, shape, numbers, or pictures of goddamn zoo animals for all I care. But for the love of Christ, can we just agree on an industry standard for which face button is confirmed and which is fucking cancel? I mean, like, obviously they're not all going to work together, but I, dude, as someone that regularly flips between Nintendo Xbox and PlayStation fucking drives me crazy too. The different layouts that's, I've seen the memes online. They're like, that's why I have trust issues. I, yeah, it fucking, I, I agree. I agree. Fuck. This is gonna be a long episode. I still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I still have seven more of your grievances and I still have four more of mine. So, Okay, I'm going to quickly take a sip of water here. I think we're done shitting on Nintendo. We're just going to move into the general grievances to wrap this thing up. Uh, my final grievances and most of your final grievances that I'm going to read today are just kind of about gamers in general in the gaming community. Um, I'm not even going to elaborate on this one because it's been a grievance of mine each of the last two years. Gamers are still toxic pieces of shit. I don't understand why so many people are in a hobby they hate as much as this uh, fucking drives me crazy. All the fanboys and fangirls that shit on each other and tell each other how stupid they are. And just, it's just, you're all just gamers. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy your hobby. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. It drives me just like, I would love to spend more time in the gaming reddits and stuff like that, but I just, I can't handle it. It's just too negative. You watch a Nintendo Direct, you watch a showcase, and everyone just shits on it before it's even over. And it's like, holy fuck, what did you want? Like, this, you fucking spoiled, entitled little pieces of shit. When I was a kid, god damn it, I had like four games, and I just played them, and I was just happy. Now you've got hundreds, if not thousands of games for pennies on the dollar. And because you didn't get the new one, oh, fuck, you all know what I'm saying. I'm not even, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. Gamers are the worst. Max Ping Mikey wrote in and said, I can't stand people who hate on another gamer for being a fanboy of a particular console or brand. I personally love all types of games and all consoles, new and old. If you like PlayStation and not Xbox or vice versa, or you like Switch and not the other two, or maybe you game on PC and don't particularly enjoy console gaming, that's totally fine. Just as long as you don't shit on other people who don't game the same way you do. We're all gamers. Just let us enjoy our games the way we like. Side note, this is not a peck at you, Adam, for your Saturnian jokes or your PC master racer hate. Anyone with a brainstem should know these are just jokes. This is directed to the imbeciles who truly think they're better for what they choose to game on. I agree. And listen, like because occasionally when I talk about this kind of stuff, people do call me out. And they're like, you make fun of Sega Saturn fans. You make fun of PC Master Racers. Like Max Ping Mikey, I really hope it, like it's well known that like it's a joke. The Saturn of this, I never had a beef with the Sega Saturn. It just became a meme around here to start saying, like, fuck the Saturn. I've never cared about the Sega Saturn. And as far as PC Master Race goes, I am no, like, the problem I have with PC Master Race is I don't want to play on PC because I find them confusing and too complicated and uncomfortable to play on. And let's just call a spade a spade. And listen, there are Nintendo fans, PlayStation fans, and Xbox fans that are just as toxic. But there's some PC Master Racers out there that are just the most high and mighty fucking snooty silver spoon up their fucking ass. You know what I'm saying. They're on everything. And they talk to everybody. You're right. 
Max Ping Mikey, you're right. Just fucking play whatever the fuck it is you want to play. And just like, if you want to break balls, that's fine. But like when you, you, I, anyone watching this, listening to this, whatever you're doing, however you're ingesting this, you can go on Twitter, go on social media. And within 30 seconds, you can find somebody calling somebody else a fucking idiot or something a lot worse than I'm not going to say on the podcast. Cause I don't want to get canceled because of the system they play on. If you want to break balls, break balls, but to just straight up be rude to somebody like fucking drives, drives me fucking bananas. I agree. Uh, Jean-Francois Misson. I hope I said that right. Wrote in and said, what grinds my gears are people that can't update their knowledge. Why you still call Final Fantasy 4 and 6, Final Fantasy 2 and 3, despite the fact that we all know their rightful names? Laziness? Nostalgia? Stubbornness? I don't know. When I was born, the country's name was Czechoslovakia, then Czech Republic, then Slovakia, or and Slovakia, and now it's Slovakia and Czechia. Czechia? Did I say that right? I adapted my knowledge. Now do the same and stop living in your dummy past. Cheers from the French part of our beautiful country. <laughs> I don't you know what I like about your comment is because like it does irritate me that every time I talk about Final Fantasy 4 or 6 or 2 or 3 I've got to say both uh, but I never really thought of it as a grievance just an inconvenience I like that you're so wild up about it I I respect that uh, Jean-Francois I, I, I like that I like it I like it well done uh, Porno Virus wrote in and said I have a beautiful 16 month old pardon me I have a beautiful yeah, what? It says, I have a beautiful 16-month-year-old daughter. <laughs> I'm assuming it's 16 months. I have a beautiful 16-month-old daughter, and now I barely have time to play video games anymore. I live, I live vicariously through this podcast. To quote Billy Madison, never grow up, stay, or never grow old, stay here. Uh, now, granted, I stumbled through your message, but I love that your grievance, Pornovirus, is that you have a beautiful 16-month-old daughter, and now you don't have time to play video games. Because it's like... I know you don't read it this way, but like it does kind of read as like, yeah, my fucking kid is my grievance. And I'm not, I'm sure you love your daughter. I just, I read that comment and it just made me chuckle that you were like, I don't have time to play because I got to take care of this fucking human that I made that I love more than anything in the world. But also like the last of us is right there. I get, I get it. I got it. Uh, you know what? Um, I was going to bitch about people that spoil stuff. Because you all know how much I hate that. Decoy Man wrote in with a similar take. Decoy said, here's my grievance. And it's with our own community. When Adam plays a game he hasn't played before and he puts it up on Twitch, some people just like to ruin it for him. Like, come on, let him play the game. And I know they don't do it intentionally, but half the fun is him struggling to figure it out. Decoy out. Yeah, I got to say, and it's not really meant toward any of you in particular, but just as a whole, yeah, people that spoil shit, drive me fucking crazy and straight up there's a reason i don't play new games on twitch i don't because it never fails someone will come in and be like oh man don't forget to take this don't forget that weapon go look over there you'll get something good and it's like when you're watching a movie it's like you know what it feels like to me it's like when you're watching a movie you've never seen with someone that has seen it and they're like pay attention to this this is gonna matter later and it's like oh thanks thanks a lot you know what how about you just let me watch the motherfucking movie and then when i'm done if i have questions i'll ask you i'm not trying to be rude because i appreciate all of you that come by my streams but i just want you all to know many of you have asked why don't i stream you know why was i streaming god of war why don't i stream new games i won't do it because i get spoiled for me every fucking time people will come by and ruin something for me just let me enjoy it the way you did the first time just let me play it i'll find stuff don't and it's not just for me it's for everybody just don't spoil shit people that spoil stuff you deserve to be just banned from gaming forever and you deserve 
to get like some bad canker sores over the holidays too. I'm sorry to be so harsh. It's just, you know, my parents, my, my parents were hard on me. You know, you knew how to temper when you married me. Uh, Phantom Owl wrote it and said, Merry Christmas, Adam. Wishing you and your family a safe holiday. That's not a grievance. Uh, I've never posted a comment yet, but I think this is the perfect opportunity to get a grievance off my plate. How in the bloody hell have we gotten to 2023 without either Left 4 Dead 1 or 2 being ported or remade to current systems? This is a tragedy and an insult. Left 4 Dead was such a fantastic shooter. No bloody skill trees, no leveling up, no unlocking crap. Just pop in, drop out, zombie killing goodness with very charming and personable characters. I get that back for blood comes very close, but not much can mimic the true fun and appeal of the Left 4 Dead series, and I have no idea why Valve won't that modern gamers experience this on consoles. I agree. I know it's still available on, on Steam or wherever. You can still play it on PCs. I don't know if it still works on Xbox and consoles if you bought the physical versions. I don't know if you can still play them or not. But I agree. We should just get ports. I don't understand why those games aren't just getting ported. Right-click, save as Xbox Series X. Right-click, save as PlayStation 5. Put them up for 20 bucks. We'll give you money. I, You know what, Phantom Al? I'm glad that uh, after all this time, that was your first comment. And your first comment was bitching about a lack of more Left 4 Dead because I'm in the same boat with you. And Back 4 Blood was a noble effort, but it just didn't, just wasn't the same. It was like imitation brand Miracle Whip instead of the real stuff. It just wasn't the same. Maverick Marty wrote it and said, my grievances are always with people who watch a showcase of trailers, call it all shit because whatever they were hoping to show up didn't. Too many entitled cryberries in every community it seems nowadays. I meant to save my rant about that until I got to your comment, but yeah, it fucking drives me crazy too. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, which is still the worst name I ever heard, has got the word, the last comment this week and then I'm going to wrap up with my final two grievances. Uh, Joey Jojo said, my grievance is that there's no good gaming media anymore. Individual efforts being the exception. I sorely miss watching game review videos and similar stuff with passion in today everyone feels the need to convey a message not to mention the joy of flipping through gaming magazines made by people that love games these days you have to wade through vile discussions or self-obsessed moralizing journalists to read about games that you're interested in that ties into one of my final two grievances which is with kotaku for being useless agenda pushing pieces of shit i fucking hate that website i hate kotaku so much and it's not about their political opinions i don't give a fuck what your political opinions are that's the point just shut the fuck up and talk about video games. I don't, if you want to talk about fucking the left versus the right versus this versus that, fucking do it somewhere else. I agree. And it drives me crazy that, and I, I mean, I don't mean to suck my own dick here, but it drives me crazy that smaller independent content creators that still just love video games and don't care about the bullshit and just want to talk about video games get lost in the shuffle to these big fucking companies like Kotaku, like Kind of Funny has become, like Retronauts, like all these fucking places. And I'm not complaining about my lot in life. I'm so happy with Remember the Game and where we are. But it's like, just shut the fuck up and talk about games. Nobody gives a flying shit about your opinions about the world. If you want to talk about your opinions in the world, launch it a podcast where it's Kotaku talks about the world. Otherwise, talk about fucking video games. I cannot agree with what you just said better, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, despite your horrible name. Fucking drives me crazy. Fuck, I hate Kotaku. And my final bitch this year, my final grievance is with IGN. And it's not because of their reviews. I know people, they're, they're going to get paid to leave bad reviews or good reviews or whatever. It's not about any of that. I don't know if you even knew this because they haven't talked about it very publicly. They laid off a ton of staff like a week ago. Right at the same time as their parent company announced like a fucking insane revenue numbers. You, any, any comp, listen, unless you're literally going bankrupt and you have no choice, any company that lays people off a week or two before Christmas can suck an egg. Uline does it. 
Uline does it right before they give out the bonuses. People wait all year. And I, I understand getting rid of somebody. If you're, if you want to get rid of them, don't give them a bonus, but then get rid of them in like October. Don't wait till the week before Christmas. Let them work all holiday season. Then can them right before the holidays. Selfish fucking pricks. So IGN, I don't use them for news anymore. Uh, and they can go fuck themselves. I only use them when I absolutely have to. I saw that and I was like, as someone that doesn't love IGN anymore, but did back in the day, what a stupid, selfish, disgusting move. And they're far from the only company that does it. They're just the one I found out about. It pissed me off. So fuck IGN. Fuck Kotaku. Uh, fuck toxic gamers. Fuck people that spoil things for me. Fuck PlayStation's goddamn PlayStation premium offerings. Fuck Nintendo for treating their fans like shit. Fuck Xbox for not giving us any fucking games. And fuck all those games that let me down earlier this year. And that's going to do it. For the third annual airing of Gaming Grievances, I hope you all enjoyed a very negative episode of Expansion Pass. We have one episode to go next week. I'm going to be pre-recording it probably later today. So it'll be done, and it's going to be positive. We're talking about our favorite gaming power-ups. It's just going to be a nice, happy, powered-up episode. You see what I did there? It's going to be a great way to wrap up the year. Uh, So I hope you'll all hear that. If not, have a great Christmas and everything and uh, have a great New Year's and hopefully I'll talk to you in the New Year. Uh, But in the meantime and in between time, I have got to go set up the aluminum pole, take part in the feats of strength and have something to eat and enjoy my holiday season. So thanks for the support, everybody. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Goodbye. Thanks again for listening. Head over to patreon.com slash remember the game to see what all's waiting for you in our bonus podcast archives. You can view them on Spotify as well. Our subscriptions start at just $3 a month. We offer annual subs that'll save you your 12th month's fees. 5% of our Patreon income is donated to the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton for our Extra Life campaign. You get access to hundreds of ad-free extra podcasts. You can go on our Discord. You get the ability to write into the show. You get to help pick the games we cover and so much more. Patreon.com. So last remember the game. Thanks and happy Festivus.